Good Morning Truth. Every sermon, every inspirational word, every gospel song, every praise, and every act of worship all hinges on nine words that are composed of just 34 letters. These nine words, these 34 letters, have the power to shut down all components of hate racism, sexism, political rhetoric, hypocrisy, deception, adultery, fornication, incest, greed, selfishness, materialism, disrespect, insecurities, poverty, and so much more. Because these words are so power-packed. Maybe why Jesus called these nine words, these 34 letters, his greatest commandment. I can hear some of you thinking, Pastor, spit it out. What are these nine words? I'm so glad you asked. These nine words composed of 34 letters were spoken by Jesus in Matthew 22, verse 37. These nine words Read, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Now immediately some of you have begun to discount the power of these nine words and these 34 letters as you think I already love God with all my heart. Don't be so quick to state that claim without dissecting what it means to love someone with all your heart. The scripture continues. With these words, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, that kind of love engulfs your very being. That kind of love reigns above everything else in your life, above everything else that will ever enter into your life. We tend to look at love as a feeling, a state of emotion, but sincere love is about an undying commitment that cannot be violated by circumstances, that cannot be manipulated by outside appearances, and that will not be forfeited for selfish gain. You know the kind of love that most of us want from a spouse. Most would not consider entering into a marriage based on love and only being acknowledged on Sundays and Wednesday evenings. Most would not agree to keeping their marriage a secret only to be discussed amongst their closest friends. And most would certainly not be okay with their spouse flirting and being intimate with another. But this is exactly the kind of love that we offer to God. We're sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, and speaking in tongues come Sunday morning and during weekly Bible study. If truth be told, only those who attend our church and are our closest relatives even know that we're saved because our actions and reactions don't align with our professed love of God. And finally, we live lives consistently flirting with Satan as we entertain the ways of the world on a regular. But for a moment, just for a moment this morning, I want you to imagine what it would be like if all of those, just those who professed to love God, who professed 
to be believers, including ourselves, truly loved God with all of our hearts, souls, and minds. If this were the case, our hearts couldn't harbor bitterness or unforgiveness. Our souls would not have the capacity to hold or entertain selfishness, pride, or arrogance. And our minds couldn't phantom any form of deception, manipulation, or greed. If we would walk in a sincere love for God, our priorities would be set on pleasing him, not ourselves. Our priorities would be set on getting likes from him, not others. And more importantly, if we walked with a sincere love for God, our love of his word and his commitment to studying it, exalting it, spreading it, and obeying it would be prevalent. But the word of God says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. It is not easy. Nobody can ever tell you that is easy to do. And the depth of its meaning should never be taken lightly. However, don't beat up on yourself. Just hold on a minute. A commitment to sincerely love requires an effort of discipline. So now this morning, I want to help you out with a little bit of how to go about elevating your level of discipline as you live each day exalting a sincere love for God. So, you know, when that co-worker begins to tap on what you thought was that last nerve, hold your tongue, train your mind to embrace, I love God more than the frustration I feel right now. And let that be your guide as to how to deal with this coworker in this situation. You get my point? When your money is tight and someone comes to you with the hookup that could get you out of your financial bind. But you know that when you look at it from an integrity standpoint, this hookup is not pleasing in the sight of God. Train your spirit to embrace. Because I love God, I will trust him to be my provider. And then watch God show up and show out. Understand that there is no love without trust. If you love God, trust him with your life with the hard things, with the things you don't understand. If you love God, you know him. And if you know him, you know he is a healer. 
If you know him, you know he is a protector. If you know him, you know he is a provider. He is a way maker, a sustainer. You know he is the alpha and the omega. You know that he is the beginning and the end. If you love him, you know he is greater than anything or anyone. As you hold yourself accountable for offering God an untainted love, make up in your mind today that each day moving forward that you will make a sincere effort to take one step closer to loving God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind while maintaining the steps that you made the day before. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. Can I get y'all to make some crazy praise noise in here? Come on, come on, come on. Now, Byron, I want you to do this like this. Listen. We lift our voice to bless you. We lift our hands to reach you. We lift our hearts to love you. Holy is your wonder. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. We love you. Come on, put your hands together like this.
voice to bless you We lift our hands to reach you We lift our hearts to love you Holy is your wonder We present our bodies A living sacrifice Holy and acceptable Unto you We love you we love you, 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 Yeah. A miracle, yeah. I expect yeah. a harvest, yeah. I expect yeah. the 